Oh, don't speak. What a perfect song to start a show all about relationships. It's Malou with you, Edge Radio Australia, and of course, it is all about relationships. I've got this gentleman in front of me who's the expert in the commas, of course, Mr. Wayne. Great to have you here. And uh, is there a time in your relationship where you should just not speak? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to leave that one open, I think. <laughs> oh, I tell you. It's good to see you, buddy. I, Thank um, you very much. ready for the show tonight. And uh, you, as as always, well pre- uh, prepared there. Uh, the pages notes, and pages of notes. Extensive, extensive list of, of information you've got in front of you. Um, it's a lovely bit of scribble. I like That's that. That's it. That's <laughs> it. And we're going to delve into it now. So what subjects are we hitting on tonight? Well, one of the things I enjoy doing is Mm -hmm. passing on realisations I've had, um, little tools and processes that help me make sense of things. Because for me, ever since I was a kid, I've always been intrigued as to how things work. Yeah, of course. So I was always pulling things apart. I mean, as most kids do. Yeah. The only problem was I I didn't tend to put them back together. No, small options, right? Yeah, very good at pulling them apart. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So once I grew older... And I became interested in, you know, the human brain and yeah. how and why we do things. Then I became intrigued as to, you know, how the hell do we end up with that or do that or cope with this or so True. Yeah. Made mistakes for a lot of years before I started to make <laughs> sense of things. And then there's various things that I've realized that I go, mm. okay, that helps me make sense of things. Okay. So that analogy I keep using of the toolbox. Tools. Uh, yeah. no, yeah. Oh, hang on. Go back to hammer. Yeah, hammer to, to cut down a tree. That's the one. Obviously, I went straight to the toolbox, mate. Okay. I. Have, I That's have, good. Because it proves I've been listening. It okay. does. I'm learning. Gold star. <laughs> top of the class. Shame the class is one. <laughs> well, it's the way I keep myself start. at the top of the class. That's it. <laughs> so, the hammer and the chopping down the tree. Sure. When I realised that one, and that's how a lot of people are operating, just with poor tools, mm. it made it easier for me to be gentle and more understanding with people. Okay. Because instead of judging them and going, oh, well, you're a half-wit, then I could go, well, you're just doing the best you can with what you got. What, what you got. Yep. You know, unfortunately, your tools are pretty crap. <laughs> so, you know, and also that went for myself as well. So this... What I'm going through tonight is one of those things where I've used this and it's helped me, again, make sense of other people and be, be gentle with them and understand where they're coming from. And You're yeah. going to have a much better life if you could actually put yourself in other shoes, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Know where they're coming from. Well, as, as Billy Connolly said, you know, never complain until you've walked a mile in a man's shoes. At least then you're a mile, a mile away and you're wearing his shoes. <laughs> I miss Billy. He was Why, pretty... He's good. Oh, look, absolutely master storyteller, that one. That's for sure. Yeah, there's some good ones. All right, well, let's get into some stories for tonight. Uh, okay. What have you got for us? Okay, so one of the first ones I'm going to talk about, and what I'm talking about is spectrums, mm-hmm. all right, because very few things in life are black and white. Of course. All right? Yep. You know, like right and wrong. There's no such thing as right and wrong. Right and wrong. No. There's so many shades of grey. Absolutely. So this is various spectrums so that we can understand not just other people but mm-hmm. also ourselves. So one of the first ones that a lot of us understand and mm. um, have used is extrovert and introvert. Oh, very, very popular uses of, um, uh, well, I'm going to go personality traits, we'll call it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or labels, whatever you yeah, want Yeah, labels is probably more accurate. So the, the trouble, I suppose, mm. is people don't fully understand the power and the benefit of both of these. Okay. 
because a lot of people say to introverts, oh, you mm. need to be more extroverted. Maybe not. And it's like, uh, no, mm. that's like saying that tree should be more like a bird. You know, it's, <laughs> you just can't. And, I mean, if you're lucky... Well, trees can be more like dogs because they could both bark. Boom, boom. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, I'm here you, every Thursday. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I did it to you. I know. Yes. Um, geez, can... you actually lost my train oh, of thought no. for a second. Okay, oh, my God. Go. He's back. So... If people are lucky, they're mm. like me, mm. where we're shy, we're reserved, but we're very good at pretending to be extroverted. Okay, okay. All right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lady that did some studies and she worked out there's some people that can actually do that. Right. So no one ever believes me when I tell them I'm shy. They just go, oh, yeah, sure. Sure. And it's like, well, no, I am actually. And the – and I know there's people who are going to phone in and argue this. Mm. I'm using generalizations. People that are extroverted yep. are inclined to be more motivated, mm-hmm. and people that are introverted tend to be more thinkers. Yes. They sit and look at things and analyse and break them down That's and all that. That's the common thinking on these things. Now, the good thing is, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use a story that I'm not proud to admit. Okay. In the early days of that favourite show of yours and my wife's... <laughs> Maps. Yes. <laughs> They had these two people that they put together. You watched it. I know. <laughs> and like I said, I'm not proud. <laughs> anyway, this this is where my frustration with the show a frustration with the show came from. Mm-hmm. So they had this bloke, real introvert. Okay. And they paired him with this mm. woman who was a real extrovert. Like okay. full on walked into a party, took control, loud, whole whole kit and caboodle. Right. And they struggled the whole way. I wonder why. But these Coaches, experts, mm-hmm. <laughs> did not explain what the benefit of that was. Okay. All right. So with couples, mm-hmm. if you were both on the introvert side, yep. you won't tend to do too much. No. Because no. you're always analysing and breaking mm-hmm. down. You're caught in your head. You'll have a lovely garden. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you're both in the extroverted side, yep. you'll just be flat out, but you won't actually be thinking much before you do it, so you'll probably make a lot of mistakes. You sure. Know? Hey, yep. let's paint that wall red. <laughs> oh, no, maybe we should have waited. <laughs> so that's where, as a relationship, yeah. where you sit on the spectrum can work in your benefit. Yep. So someone who's an extrovert, they're very motivated, but every sure. now and then they need someone to go, hang on, hang on, mm. you need to look at it from this angle and this angle and this angle. Yeah. Then go for it. Mm-hmm. And then vice versa, the introvert can be thinking about it, thinking about it, and then the extrovert will just go, come on, let's just go do it. Yep, yep. So, and you can work again to your strengths, and that's what this is about, is working out where your strengths For are. For sure. Yeah, so that's one of the spectrums where I realised you can work really well when you understand all of these yep. spectrums. Now, another one, and I'm guessing you would have read a, a certain book about one gender coming from one planet and another gender oh, coming from another? Mate, I wouldn't use that to prop up a leg on the table. That's yeah. how I feel. I just think it's just poppycock. Yes. Well, I'm with you, and I'll explain <laughs> why. Because, like a lot of people, because it was a bestseller and all of that sort of yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. when I first started on my journey to sort of make sense of relationships, sure. I bought that one. Yep. Secondhand. Didn't buy it new. Oh, good, good, good. All right. Okay, look after the uh, environment there. Exactly. So... I'm reading it, and mm. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this looks all right. This looks all right. And then as I'm getting further in, I'm getting slowly more and more angry. Angry? Angry. Okay. And I couldn't mm. understand why. Right. And once I finished, I realized why. Mm. 
that whole book is still based on a premise yeah. of an adversarial relationship. Men are over here, women are <sighs> over there. It's like the teenage snowball, right? Exactly. Right. So for me, I was just like, that's rubbish. Yeah. So I messed around, and what I realized mm. is this. If you look at uh, an energy spectrum, so on one side you've got masculine energy, sure. and on the other side you've got a feminine energy, mm-hmm. and we all know that masculine's sort of strong and grounded and all of this, and feminine's nurturing and gentle and all of that. Sure. Now, for myself, I know with my journey, I was stuck very much in just a portion of the masculine, Okay. which means my emotions were shut off, I couldn't do empathy, I wasn't very good at understanding. Gotcha. Once I learned how to do the feminine, mm-hmm. then I could move along that whole spectrum. Okay. So when I need to be, I can be very in touch with my emotions, I can mm-hmm. be very empathetic, understanding, gentle, nurturing, all of that, Yep. and then I can jump to the other end with the full-blown masculine where I'll remove your arms. <laughs> you know what I mean? And what I realised is that allowed me to become healthier. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, you are allowed to live across the spectrum. You don't have to just stick in one end, right? Exactly, exactly. Mm. But the other thing I didn't realise is when I was standing in my masculine, mm. it allowed my wife to balance out and sit in her feminine. Oh, okay. See? So because of... Some of the challenges the world has at the moment, we do tend to have just a couple. Some of the gents not quite standing in their masculine like they should. No, uh, quite firmly in the other side, actually. Yes. yes. So the problem with this is mm-hmm. because they start can't stand in their masculine, the women have to stand in their masculine, but they don't want to be in their masculine. Of course they don't. So they get very pissed off mm. because they know that the man should be doing this, not the woman. Oh, now that's yes. not all men. Because some men naturally sit in the feminine and some women naturally sit in the masculine. Of course. However, if you can sit where you naturally sit Mm -hmm. and then navigate that whole spectrum and your partner can do the same and you balance each other out, so one in masculine, one in feminine, that's a really nice energy balance. Of course it is. I mean, okay, but the argument these days is going to be, of course, because they're trying to destroy all of that. They really are, okay? They're trying to destroy masculinity and, and quite frankly make the world very, very female. Now, if you don't have the balance, because you know they're making it a bad thing to be masculine, right? Yep. And you're absolutely right. You're seeing so many women who are having to move into that role, and they don't want to be there. No. And I mean, I'm I'm talking to women all the time. They don't want to be there. They feel they're quite annoyed and quite angry that mm-hmm. uh, that men are not stepping up. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, on the other side, the flip of the uh, the coin there is men have been told how toxic they are, how negative it is, oh, yeah. and, and that they shouldn't be in that space. Yep. We're in, I'm going to say something very controversial. Go for it. It's natural. Yes. Okay? Uh, and you know, we've got to stop fighting nature and understand you know, nature and nurture. We've got to understand that there's a reason why we have these traits and why we have these physical uh, features, all of that. Mm-hmm. This is all really important. So like when you were talking before and you were talking about uh, as far as being extroverted and introverted, uh, look, my lovely partner is, is quite, well, old. See, I often say shy. She gets upset when I say shy. She's quiet. She's mm. quiet, right? And clearly, I'm not, right? But the great thing about that relationship is the fact that we have, because we're not the same, we complement each other. And mm. when I need that quiet and when I need that, that introverted side, oh, wow, how great is it to exactly. – and it, it's kind of almost like, I don't know, she's pitched a tent and that's the introvert bit and, and I'm allowed in. That's right? it. When she needs to sort of step into that, that more – 
I don't know, well, louder and, and take more, more space. More social. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Hey, well, you know, having me around, that kind of gives her that opportunity as well. Exactly. So it's such a positive thing. And I, like I said before on earlier shows, is, you know, the whole thing about I don't want to find someone just like me. Mm, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Find someone who brings the best of you out. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. And not just that, makes your best bits look even better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like an Instagram filter. It makes me look fantastic. Damn yeah. straight. <laughs> Immaculate skin and everything. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Instagram filter for me is, is the camera turned off. But there you go. Okay. So, I mean, I've got a heap of these written down here. Right. Um, one of them, which you've just touched on, mm -hmm. is if you're highly social. Yep. And your per your partner's more of an isolatory person. You know, they like sure. being on their own. Yep. And again. It's not a good thing or a bad thing because some people look at these things and go, mm. but it's it's bad oh. to be on your own. And it's like, no, some people oh. need that. Sometimes it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But they go away, they recharge, it gives them a chance to get their thoughts into order and work out, you know, when I was thinking about this, what was the thought behind that? Oh, yep. okay, there's the answer I've been looking yeah. for. So they tend to be people that are a little bit deeper thinking. Mm -hmm. They enjoy their own company. And it's not that they don't want the company of other people. They're just comfortable with their own company. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, again, and that's one of those spectrums. Yep. And I was going to say, and in a relationship, if you've got both, you know, you're not going to go and paint that, that wall red and realise it was a big mistake. You've got that person who will uh, kind of, I don't know, temper you, I guess, right? And I think it's probably the wrong word, to be honest with you, but just someone who will give you the opportunity to go, okay, maybe I'll just give it a little thought before I jump. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's a brilliant thing. Yeah. Um, there's, this one is a, it's important to understand this mm -hmm. one because a lot of people go into relationships with societal pressures, okay. family pressures and that sort of thing. Well, I'm going to stop you because I'm going to give you some time pressure. Because, look, I'm... God, is it a song already? It, it, well, we're so close. I don't want you going to a whole new subject before we, you know, Damn, have a little break. I was just about to hit my stride. I know. Okay. Can you hold on to your strides? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> boom, boom. Time for a little original sentence. In excess. Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. I love this song. Edge Radio Australia have another In Excess song. Two in a row, why not? Because, quite frankly, they're my favourite band and I wanted to. So there you go. <laughs> I'll set the rules as we go. I needed some In Excess in my life. Best band ever. So uh, yeah, we'll go with that now. I stopped you, mate. Almost one whole minute early before, right? No, how dare yeah, I you? I ruined your whole rhythm, right? Uh, because I wanted to go and listen to an excess, but <laughs> at least it was a good reason. Damn right. So let's jump, 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 do that as well. Yes, let's do that. Let's jump into it uh, with your next little subject. Okay, so this next one is one that unfortunately a lot of people don't think enough about. So when we get into a relationship that gets to a point where they say, hmm, should we have little human beings? <laughs> and as much as I love my boys, mm -hmm. and I'm sure some people love their kids, there are certain people that really shouldn't be let near kids. Imagine if you had to get a licence. Oh, damn straight. Oh, damn straight. 
Because I'm out and about and I'll hear people talking to the kids and mm. I'm like, yeah, your kids should be taken away from you. You, yeah. you don't talk to kids like that. So uh, Some people are disgraceful, won't they? Yeah. And, and some people, as much as they might do their best, mm. they don't really have a maternal or paternal bone in their body. Yep, yep. And some people are just naturally wired for that. So... Before you jump into a relationship and say, hey, let's have kids, mm. work out where they stand on that spectrum of full-blown parent, no bone, parent bones at all. Okay, okay. So Because you want to work those sorts of things out. You'd hope so, right? Mm. And sometimes those lack of abilities just comes from they've never been exposed to kids. They want to be a good parent. They just haven't been exposed yeah. to it. So you want to differentiate that from the person who just literally doesn't care. Um, again, we come back to those tools, right? Okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, you know, that's a whole new. I bet it is podcast <laughs> that one or show about parenting there, and that also leads me then to how family orientated they are. Okay. All right. Now, my wonderful wife, she is very family orientated, like. Very well. I have met her. Uh, she is lovely, and I can tell. Yes. <laughs> Simple as that. So yeah, no pressure. Yeah, she speaks to her <laughs> mum and her siblings yeah. like daily, and all of this sort of thing. So yeah. the the thing I enjoy about that mm. is it reminds me I'm like, oh, I haven't spoken to my dad for a while, or okay. haven't seen my boys for a while, or so it's it's nice that that reminds me. Even, even yeah. though I'm a real Full-blown parent. I love my parenting my boys. For sure. It's one of those things where I just get caught up in my stuff and every now and then it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I haven't spoken to them in a couple of weeks. So, Gotcha. Okay. So where does that leave you right now with parenting and, you know, family stuff? Well, that's, it actually works out quite well. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. because my brother-in-law who lives in Sydney has three young daughters um, and – my sister-in-law who lives in Japan mm. has two daughters. Okay. So whenever we catch up with them, I get to parent with them. And, of course, okay. they all learnt very quickly that I'm a bigger kid than they yeah, are. I can bet that. So, yeah, if you want someone who's going to run around like an idiot, yep. yeah. hey, get okay. Uncle Wayne, he'll, he'll do it. You are the village idiot. Nice, nice. Damn straight. Mm. Yeah, no, they, they absolutely love it. It's always, can you push us on the swing? Can you chase after us? Can you? Yeah, so I, can I, I get to really no, Just little things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Of <laughs> course, sure. There you go. Yeah, so I, I still get to indulge my parenting and everything. So That's cool. It's really That's nice. great, mate. Yeah, and then one day, a grandparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not in a hurry for that no, one. No, 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 that can wait. Yeah, I've already said to my boys, have them if you want to have mm. them. Okay. I'm not one of these parents that has to be a grandparent or any of that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but the great thing is you can hand them back. Remember that. That's a great thing. You know, you can get all your, your parenting jollies, but hand the child back when yeah, it starts to be a problem. I can do Love the it. same when I catch up with my nieces yeah, or true, catch up with true, friends with true, kids. True. Have fun, hand them back. <laughs> the old hand pass. That's it. Yeah, so things like that is always good to know. Okay. And another one as well is I was talking to a, a chap last night and mm. he's of a very northern European okay. origina- origination. Mm. And we were talking about um, physical contact between people. Okay. And he said growing up we just didn't do physical contact. Really? Yeah. So for people like that, yeah, if you meet them and you're really – Physical and you love cuddles and yep. and there he said in an intimate relationship he's not too bad sure but he had to, had to hug a, a friend or something like he Ooh, couldn't, couldn't do it right, couldn't do it okay. you know so things like that you also want to 
bear in mind when you're sure. where your partner sits. Yep. I mean, I'm really lucky. I'm a very physical person. I love cuddling and hugging my wife and holding her hand, and she's exactly the same. So yeah. well picked. Yeah. Oh, damn straight. So things like that is always good to understand as well. Right. Okay. Um, now this. We did discuss this early in a show, mm. and I want to touch on it again because it is important. Okay. The old certainty, uncertainty. Alrighty. I'm uh, sitting down. That's it. So if you recall, mm. certainty was about the having security, things that are the same sure. every week. That's It's that repetitiveness. It gives yep. you that predictability. Yep. Friday night fish and chips. There we go. That's the one. So, And that's good. Because we need that stuff. That's Structure, that's yeah. what allows us to feel um, secure and grounded. Okay. And you know, if the world's getting a bit crazy, we can go to that thing that always gives us certainty, sure. like say our partner, mm-hmm. and therefore we can feel safe and recharge and all of that. However, if we have too much of that, mm-hmm. boring is batshit. Boring. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So if you have too much. Yeah, very boring. There's no spontaneity. Yep. There's no, hey, let's go and do this crazy thing. And therefore, it very quickly turns flat. Okay. So you've also got to understand where do you stand on that spectrum All right. of certainty and uncertainty okay. and where does your partner sit. All right. All right. So I know for my wife, she likes being scheduled. She mm-hmm. schedules things, puts them in the calendar, which is good because I forget stuff all over the bloody place. Oh. So. She keeps me on top of it. You've got a PA. I love it. Damn straight. Yeah, Yeah, she's fantastic like that. And the thing is, I'm one of these people who, if things suddenly go crazy, it doesn't freak me out. Okay. I I remember we were having a discussion, a group of people, a while ago, Mm. and we were asking each other, how would you respond in a crisis? You know, something major happens. And I said, I'd go pretty well in one sex. I had a... Old chap collapsed next to me at a shopping centre. Right. Standing there checking out a table of goods. He just collapsed in a heap. Wow. Straight away, ducked down, put him recovery position. You go and get security. Yep. You call an ambulance. Do, do, do. Bang, done. You know, didn't freak out at all. You kind of slow it down in your mind, don't you? You don't, uh, you're reactive, but it's not, yeah, there's no panic. It's kind of like, yep, these are the things that need to get done. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You tick them off and go, yeah, yep, that's done, that's done, yeah. that's done. Yeah. So, when things go sort of pear-shaped, mm-hmm. I'm sort of the one that sort of steps in. She sort right. of steps back a little okay. bit and says, here, you deal with it. Sure. It's a I'm, I'm, I'm a bit pear-shaped. I understand. Yeah, just, just every time I look in the mirror. But anyway, go on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Far out. Oh. You said, you you know what, when you're with the kids and you're able to be childish, I'm just childish on days that end with why, so it's okay. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's a, a really important one to okay. understand okay. because if you're someone who likes all that security yep. and you're hooking up with someone mm. who's okay with chaos, yep. you're going to struggle if Ooh, they yeah. don't understand you need that certainty. Mm. So, you know, they won't understand that you need certain days, you, you need to recharge or you need to do this sure. or you need to catch up with your family or, you know, you've got to clean your house on a Saturday morning or whatever it is. Yeah, I used the word compromise. You used a far better word, and I can't remember what it was. Negotiate. There you 
go. See, you should have jotted down some notes. Uh, but it, it's, yeah. Like, well, you can I, always re-listen to the show. I can. How handy is that? Um, available where? <laughs> <laughs> All good podcast shops and some of the bad ones too. That's it. Uh, okay. So, um, but yeah, like as far as the give and take. All right. Like, so, and it's, and I don't see that this is a great loss. People see it as a loss mm. when they've got to compromise or, or negotiate in this case. Uh, it's not always because sometimes if you, you give, a little of, of whatever makes your your partner feel happy or secure or whatever, it improves your relationship. It's just when, uh, and, and it goes both directions, right? Now, the relationships, when they go wrong, is when it's all in one direction, when it's all mm. give, 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 give. So, yeah, like anything in life, it's about balance, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. And that compromise, for me, always feels like, here's the 10 things that we're each after. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you have those eight. Yep. You'll have to lose those two so I can have this one here of mine. And it's like, well, no, I like negotiate. These are all the things we want. How yep. can we make sure we get them all? Yeah. And and you get creative. You're like, okay, you want to do a holiday in Vanuatu. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's going to take a fair bit of money. It we is. might have to push that one back. You'd still do sure. it, yep. but we might need to push that one back. Mm-hmm. That one there we might have to bring forward. And it's a, okay, cool, we've yeah. both got our 10. Yep, love it. That's great. That's really great. Because, um, again, you're working as a team. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, well, sorry. Now, this is, again, another good one. Okay. Oh, they're all winners. Of course. <laughs> My God, that sounds like those school things, doesn't it? Here's your participation <laughs> ribbon. That has come up twice today on Old Edge. Really? Yeah, the old participation award. I, I, oh, <sighs> mate, they, they make me angry. I, I absolutely hate them. But, yeah, no, no, no. You know what? It, uh, it's important to want to thrive. It's, it's, it's human nature to want to be better and better Healthy yourself. Healthy competition. Yeah, it's great for you. Yep. Absolutely. So, And all of us mm-hmm. naturally are inclined to be either able to be vulnerable yep, or we're naturally defensive. Mm, mm, All right? Yep. And understanding this with your partner okay. means you can adapt the method that you use to communicate with them. All right. So if there's someone who's comfortable being vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know you're going to hear stuff you might not be ready to hear. Yeah. You know, and you have to go, oh, okay, <laughs> oh. that's right. they got their truth hat on. Oh, dear. Yeah, lay it down on the couch. It's going to get messy. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, we need to talk. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, you need to run. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've never been a fan of that one. We need to talk. No, just talk. You don't need to yeah, warn yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, no permission slip required. Just do it. Exactly. Um, and also, if you know they're defensive, mm. then you can learn to create a container where they're able to explore mm. being slowly more and more vulnerable. And it would take them time to develop okay. that. But what if you... you both come in with different styles. One's defensive um, and one's vulnerable. How well, does that work? A- again, it's the understanding where each of you sits. Okay, okay. All right, so yeah. let's say, and this isn't the case, but let's say my wife and I, mm. she's really good at being vulnerable. Okay. She'll call a spade a spade. Yep. She doesn't care. She'll lay it on the line. She'll tell me that she's scared or whatever. Okay. Doesn't have a problem with it. And I'm one of these people that's like, no, oh, but if I say something, then I'm going to be judged or minimised or mm-hmm. ridiculed or negated or, you know, so I've got a lot of fears around it. Okay. All right. So then she would go, okay, he's got hesitations. What would I need to do? What environment would I need to create mm-hmm. so that he could practice 
just a little bit of vulnerability and get comfortable with it and then go, okay, that was okay. I didn't die. No one shot me. <laughs> it's all good. I'll try it a little more. Okay. And then you can slowly build up a, a what they call a distress tolerance. Right. Okay. Distress tolerance. You ever heard that one before? Yeah. Well, it's, it's like... Years ago, I broke my pinky. You'll notice my pinky's oh, this one's a bit fatter. Well, it's not that bloody bad. But it's awful, mate. You make it sound like oh, it's huge. It's anyway, finger I've ever seen in my life. Ah, run for the. Ah. Good thing we don't have a live video. <laughs> it's fine. It's just a finger. I'm only kidding yeah. you. But uh. the, the, my point I was trying to make before you went off on that tangent is that when it was healing, mm. that. Fingertip was very, very sensitive. So yeah, if I just yeah. touched it against oh. anything, it was, you know, you scream in pain. Sure. And the physio said to me, this is what you have to do. You have to get it mm. and you have to tap it on the table. And it's going to hurt like bilio. But right. you have to keep going because eventually your brain will go, oh, okay, it's not a danger signal. Ah, retraining the old brain. Gotcha. So the okay. brain goes, okay, I can ignore that nerve message yep. because it's not dangerous. I don't need to get onto high alert. Right. And so it's the same thing. Okay. You get someone who might be uncomfortable being vulnerable. Yep. And you give them an opportunity to be a little bit uncomfortable with it. Right. Not where they're freaking out, but no, where no, they're no, just no, like, no, no. oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I'm doing okay. Yeah. And then you ease back on them. Okay, okay. And then you come back in and you put a little more pressure on and just slowly you get them more and more used to it until eventually they're like, okay, I can deal with all of this. You can deal with this? Yeah. Well, okay. Wow. Um, so, sorry, as you're speaking, I'm literally, I've got these, I don't like snakes. So to me, I'm oh, thinking, okay. yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I, I survive with them, okay? I don't freak out completely. But, you know, I wouldn't hang out with them is what I'm saying, right? Wouldn't buy them a beer? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Not even, yeah, not even a chance. But anyway, but you were saying about, you know, pushing your comfort zone kind of mm. thing. And, and it's just one of those things. I, I suppose I was thinking, you know, maybe I was thinking about my, hang on, I'm thinking about snakes. I'm thinking about my ex-wife. Oh, dear God. Is that? They got ugly very quickly. It's time for a break then, mate. I've got to get out of here. I need uh, some stray cats. Nice. Oh, I pop this one in for you, mate. Love in the fact, cats. We've gone all very English right now. It's Edge Radio Australia. Oh, a bit of the old English stuff there. Madness, our house on Edge Radio Australia is all about relationships, of course. This is what we do this time of night uh, on a Thursday. Got Wayne in and uh, we're just basically during the songs. We're having a bit of a sing, a bit of a dance and also rem reminisce of uh, our levels of OCD. So oh, yes. <laughs> it's sad. We've got some strange habits, mate, it's, but it's great. You know, you've got to embrace your difference, right? You've got to embrace, in my opinion. Yeah, but my as, humble opinion. As someone has once said to me, and it is true, if you have proper OCD, mm. you'd actually have CDO. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, for those playing at home, that means you've actually put it in alphabetical order. <laughs> so you Just go. in case. No, no. Yeah, I, I, I don't have proper OCD. I've, I've got, I don't know, I've got the, uh, the diet OCD. Okay, the, the, uh, I know the, uh, the Bud Light, I guess. <laughs> I've got the the desire with uh, creating perfection. I'm just basically unable to make it. So I'll give it a crack, but you know I'm I'm falling short. Anyway, let's talk about relationships and uh, someone who can come into my life and put my records in right in the right order. That'd be great. Let's go into it, mate. Okay, so I was talking before about um, being vulnerable yep. and people that are more defensive. 
That also you have to take into account is how effective they are with their communicating or whether they're silent. Okay. Because we've all met people who they talk and 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 and you just go, do you even draw breath? And then you get other people, Mm. you struggle to get anything out of them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. And again, there's fears involved, Mm. not all the time, but generally with those people. Sometimes is it just they're using the old silent treatment to control you? No, I'm just talking about in just general um, world usage. Okay. So... There's some people that I've met, they don't say a lot, but when they do speak, you go, well, actually, I'm paying attention to that one because they think and they consider it and they yep. weigh it up and go, is this actually what I want to say? Which is a good thing because sometimes we should all pause a little bit before we throw something out there. <laughs> so true. I know. If only we all did it a little more often. Oh, come on. Crazy talk. Exactly. Um, yeah, so that, that was an, another one that... I've thought about mm. and has helped me. And also this one, you, you'll get people that are grounded. Right. So it takes a fair bit to upset them. Okay. Um, they don't tend to have their triggers very open. So therefore, mm. you know, they're not easily triggered. And then there's other people that are very flighty. They're all over the place and they're very driven by their emotions rather than being able to step back from them. Okay. All right. Yeah, so understanding all of these things allows you to understand how a person might cope with a situation. So if I'm, say, example, driving home from somewhere and I've said to my wife, I'll phone you, let you know when I'm leaving. Yeah. Uh, I should be leaving at, say, 10 and it's now half 11. <laughs> well, then I could weigh up, knowing all of her, where she sits on all these spectrums, sure. how would I word it? Okay, well, yeah, well, I, you'd word it by using your visa card to stay in a hotel, I would think, but all right, okay. <laughs> the word would be visa. <laughs> Go on, yes. Okay, so one of the things I learnt very quickly early on with my wife and she learnt about me is when I say I'm going to be leaving at 10, if I'm in the middle of a conversation, yep. that can very easily blow out. Of course it can. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No so she knows to cut me that little bit of slack. Right. But I also know that when I phone her, I have to first of all acknowledge that I did say I was going to leave at that time. Yep. However, I was in the middle of a good conversation, which she knows means I was being me. Yep, sure. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. And then I sort of let her know that I am safe. I am coming home because that's always her concern. Of course. You know, she just wants to make sure. The old sure laying in the ditch story, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that is one of the worst things that is the not knowing. For no doubt about it. And you love someone, so you want them to be, you know, safe and, yeah, healthy. Exactly. So understanding people's spectrum where they sit on these things means you're better able to interact with them, to yep. communicate with them, to set up scenarios so that they can get the best experience uh, out of that interaction with you, so one of the things, yeah, it's one of the things that's helped me heaps is just understanding how people process information. Like this is a good one. Um, there's some people where you give them just an overview of what's happening. Okay, just right, just the, so the basics. Say for example, I come home from work and I go, honey. Pack your bags, we're going to Fiji for the weekend. She goes, great, <laughs> and that's all she needs to know. Right. That's all she needs to know is we're going to Fiji. Now, 
That's a big picture person. Yeah, it is. They don't need all the details. Just tell me roughly. We'll make up the rest as we go along. Okay. Yep. And then there's people that like the details. So what right. time are we leaving? What airline mm-hmm. are we going? Mm-hmm. What food are we having while we're flying? When sure. are we getting there? How are we going to get to the hotel? Which hotel are we staying in? What activities have we got organised? <laughs> so they want to know all of this stuff. Mm. And then there's people like myself where we have the big picture. Yep. And then you give us the details. Like I've yep. had people try and give me the details first and I'm like, no, 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 hang on. I've yep. got to know where I'm putting these bits and pieces. Makes sense. And I, I like that idea. That to me works, right? Give me the big picture and then, yeah, just drip feed me the bits. That, it's a need to know basis. Yeah. yeah. And the the funny thing is I require that big picture okay, and then the details. However, if my poor wife asks me a question, I just go straight into all these details, and she's a big picture and then details. <laughs> oh, so okay. I forget, keep forgetting to give her the big picture. Her brain just shuts off and goes, "Nowhere to no. put all these details. I need the big picture." <laughs> so I'm, I'm. That's one of the things I'm working on is giving her the big it's picture nice first. Nice to know that you are a work in progress, mate. Great to hear. Oh, mm. it's that's all of us. Absolutely. No one ever gets it perfect, and no that's way. that's the the one thing I want to. Under, make sure that people understand is mm. if you ever feel you've mastered it yep. and there's nothing left to learn, uh-uh, you're, you're in for some oh, trouble ahead. Absolutely. Get out of it, quite frankly. You know, anything in life, everything you do, you are learning all the time. Exactly. Otherwise, it's not moving forward. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the good thing because I'm always working on me and yep. my wife's always working on herself. Yep. We're becoming better value. Okay. So as individuals, we're increasing in value and as a couple, we're increasing in value. Right. So, so our relationship improves and improves regularly. So when can we start buying shares? Um. I, I wish. <laughs> now, I've often joked, I wish people, you could just sort of plug my head into theirs just so they could experience it for a minute. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, could they live up to that? Yeah, I mean, would that be too much? No, but what I mean is, where <laughs> when I come home, yeah, my wife's always saying, "Welcome home." Mm. We have a running gag where she's talking to her mum. Okay, her mum will go, "Welcome home, Wayne," <laughs> and then she's talking to her sister. Her sister, she'll yell out, "Welcome home, Wayne!" So it's they know that those things allow me to feel. Welcome and happy and all it's of this. It's a really sort of nice thing. thing, mate. I like. Yeah. That. yeah, and it's one of those things where if people could experience just that little glimmer of joy mm. when I come home and hear all those greetings. Yep, it's just such a good feeling. You've just used a word that we don't use anywhere near enough: joy. Yes, right. Okay, life needs to have a lot of joy in it. Okay, yeah. and uh, we're always looking for I don't know this fix or that fix or you know something that you know, so many people you know will buy materialistic things or yep. whatever to, to get that little happiness. Good old fashioned joy. Yes, good stuff. Yeah, and and the thing is, joy, like so many things, is a choice. Yeah, and you find joy in an instant, mm. like there, it's gone. Is it a choice? Yeah. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, how many times do you see someone walking past mm-hmm. like a beautiful art installation? Yeah, but they don't stop and pause. Actually, they did an experiment with this. Right, they took this guy. He was actually in a symphony orchestra, played a violin that was worth two million dollars. They stood him mm-hmm. in a subway, and he's playing okay. the violin. He's playing all these concertos and things like this. Just got a couple of bucks for his time. All right. Right. Wow. People walking past, not yeah. going, wow, that's really nice. 
And then this guy goes to Carnegie Hall and gets paid thousands of dollars to stand up and play the violin. So taking those moments where you just pause and go, I'm feeling that. That's giving me joy. Please do that. Like honestly, please take moments. We just don't all the time. And you, I had the obviously, and I, and I harp on about this, but the old picking up the phone at every opportunity. Mm. So just leave the thing in the other room. Yes. Or or have a meal with the person you love. Look at them, stare into their eyes, right, and enjoy the meal and enjoy the time, and don't be on your phone. Yeah. But that's we've become that. Exactly. And I think that's a very simple level of joy that uh, I think. Yeah, if we embrace that more, I think we'd have better relationships. Oh, absolutely. Mm. And, and it's those moments where, like, a really good test for people is they say to them, tell me the colour of your partner's eyes. Ooh. It's amazing how many people can't. Really? Yeah. Oh, look, just... Or, or even, you know, like, describe your partner's eyes. Wow. Okay. Because you're now thinking about your lady. Oh, no, 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 I'm lucky. I'm very lucky on that one. My beautiful girl has piercingly... Beautiful blue eyes. So that is like, oh, safety for me. <laughs> nice. Everybody wants those, right? Okay, so for me, can't forget that. Nice, clear. It's, you know. Okay, yeah. nice save there. It's a safe. I didn't go through to the wicket keeper at all. Oh, I'll tell you what, there are holes in my gloves right now, but um, it's gone all the way to the boundary. But no, no, no. I, I think um, it's so true, though. And I'm going to admit something. I had someone in my past who, you know, I thought was important to me. And if you asked me the color of their eyes, I'd have no idea. Yep. Because, yeah, clearly it wasn't that relationship. There wasn't that level of intimacy about it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's one of the things I try to do with people is yep. always look into their eyes and let them know, okay. you know, I'm paying attention. Sure. Because sometimes people will say something and you go, actually, that's really profound. I've got to remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's easy with me. My eyes are always red because, um, you know, I'm just tired. I won't go to sleep. It's just too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, I uh, yeah they look they say about eyes being you know the uh, the, uh, the windows to the soul mm. and how true is that though make eye contact with people man it it is true to a degree oh okay it, it doesn't really show your soul per se mm. it does let them know that you are looking at them though paying yeah, okay. attention yeah okay. Okay. Yeah. I. Yeah. No. 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 I'm, I've looked into someone's eyes and and I've read the the number triple six looking back at me. Yes. And uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, look. Honestly, actually, all jokes aside, I think what you've just said is very true. It's showing that you're living the moment. You are looking, and they are important to you. If you are actually looking into their eyes, I Absolutely. think that's a great thing. And even forgetting about your intimate relationships, when you shake someone's hand, for God's sake, look at them. Look them in the eye when you shake hands with them. It's damn important. When you're having a beer or whatever you. Your poison is when you say cheers and you bang those glasses, make eye contact. This is yep. so important, right? Yep. Like in my eyes. Yeah. Yep. And no, and that is true. That is true. And they've actually done studies mm. and found out that there's a, a window of time, which is the perfect amount of time to look into someone's eyes. Someone's okay. eyes. Right. So, because if you look too long, it gets a little bit creepy. <laughs> and if you don't look often enough, yep. you can look shifty. And untrustworthy. Just, as I just keep looking at the wall. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So if your eyes are always darting around everywhere, that's going to people tell you perceive stories. you as as being untrustworthy. So okay. yeah, okay. holding people's gaze for mm. around ten to twelve seconds, look away for a couple of seconds, look back. 
is okay. usually a pretty good one. Oh, I love that now, mate. We've got about two minutes of the show left. Is there anything you want to delve into? Obviously, I want to go through all contact uh, details on that. But is there something with two minutes, mate? Can you be a two-minute man right now for me? Two-minute two oh. noodle man. <laughs> the, the thing I always try and get people aware of mm. is relationships are always a long-term journey. Yeah, Great, All right. great point. It's yeah, simple. I think I told you the story the other day about the bloke that had been married for like seventy years or something, mm. and his wife had been through eight different characters. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and and it's that same journey, you know, because you're a different person, and if you're always exploring and putting the time in, yep. you discover and celebrate that person, and even if they change into someone else, you can still discover and celebrate that person, and, and so all the true. things that make them amazing. So. Understanding that relationships are a never-ending journey. It's not a, all right, nailed it. You know, now I can <laughs> yeah. focus on my golf game. No, it, it doesn't work like that. Well, if you do that, you will end up with a handicap. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, it won't yeah. be for your golf though. Yeah. <laughs> all right, mate. Where can we get hold of you? The easiest way: type in Wayne Brown Life back on track into mm. the interweb, mm -hmm. and my um, podcast will pop up all over the place on yep. numerous platforms. Beautiful. Uh, and then my website, which at the moment is being redone, so you won't find much there. Okay. Fantastic. But if we get onto the socials, all that kind of carry on. Exactly. Get hold of you. I've chosen a song, mate. This is, I was, no, I haven't. This is a fib. I have not chosen a thing. You chose this song, Pink Floyd. Ooh. Love this song. Okay. I'm not sure if it fits with the show, but we're going to give it a go anyway. Uh, we have The Dogs of War. This is a long one, too. Seven odd minutes. Are you ready? You're sitting down. Oh, you ready I'm to rock strapped and roll? in. Okay. Get those cable ties. Strap yourself to the seat because right now we're going to end this fantastic show all about relationships here on Edge Radio Australia with some Pink Floyd. <laughs> 